Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. I don't know anything about sports. No, he doesn't. That's a fact, folks. Yep. I would say very little. Yeah, after 170 episodes, I know a little something something, but still not a fan. I Learned would say by osmosis. You can, you can ascertain things. Ooh, yeah. good word. Yeah. Determine. But I, I would say it's actually, it's it's... Pretty impressive how little Phil has learned about sports over like 170 episodes. It's it, true. Really, it, it's a testament to your ability to not absorb knowledge. Yeah. Right. I don't retain information <laughs> your, well. Your lack of basic verbal comprehension. You're yeah. going to let everything we talk about fly right by you, Phil, without <laughs> absorbing any of it. Yeah, it's it's a skill. It's yeah. uh, If only they paid me for this. I know. And so selective, too, because this is not true for, like, video games, professional wrestling, television. No, I know everything comedy, about those things. Yeah, every, like, Almost anything any that's ever been said in your presence for those subjects, you have absorbed like a sponge. Yeah, and bog snorkeling. Yes, exactly. I absorbed that sport. Yeah, this the weird sports here you're, you're able to yeah. Uh, yeah. really get, get into, get yeah, knee deep in. Yeah, I do. And I'd, I'd say it's like, and it's not even effort on your part. I think it's just you... You're not willfully non-absorbing this stuff. No, it just doesn't interest me. And therefore, not, I just, one in one ear and out the other. Bit, yeah. I know who Tim Tebow is. Yeah, okay. But Very Tim Tebow also a, a cultural entity. Yeah. You, do you know you're aware of Johnny Manziel then? Uh, yes. Uh, he plays football. Right, right. <laughs> see, see the hesitation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to say in my head, Johnny football. And I'm like, yes, he plays football. <laughs> And LeBron James? I know LeBron James. Yeah, he's the guy from the commercials. LeBron James update, watch update. LeBron James update, watch update. Brought to you by... All the things that LeBron James sponsors! LeBron James and Cleveland Cavalier teammates agree to share coaching responsibilities for rest of head coach David Blatt's tenure. Subheadline, David Blatt to focus on desk aspects of his job, like paperwork, <laughs> responding to emails, mm. that sort of thing. I know that well. <laughs> Got to make sure people have ordered enough paper clips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We and of different sizes, you know. Office inventory. Absolutely. Very important. You're in, fact, in my world now. <laughs> in the event that, that there are plays that LeBron James wants to share with Kyrie Irving and they're not bound together correctly, they could fly apart and, and cause a disruption at practice. Yes. That's what the coach is there for. True. Game four. Yeah. The Bulls are up 2-1. to one. We're in Chicago. Now, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers, Cavaliers yeah. have since won the series. They mm -hmm. defeated yeah. the Bulls. This past week, this Sunday, past Sunday, they're up, they're down two to one. Yeah. The game is tied 84-84. Derrick Rose is playing Ooh. well. Jimmy Butler, the NBA's most improved player. You only hope to win that once. Yeah. He's playing great <laughs> defense on LeBron James. LeBron James is missing shots left and right. Yikes. He has eight turnovers. It's a bunch of stats. <laughs> but Cleveland Cavaliers coach David Blatt had a really bad day. Yikes. So the game's tied 84-84. There are 9.4 seconds left in the game. David Blatt has a choice. He could call timeout, or he could not call timeout. He does not have any timeouts left. 
David okay. Blitt makes a decision to we, not call a timeout. He's, no, he's going to call a timeout. What? Well, okay, all right. Now, that's interesting because in that situation, I would have not called timeout. Same here. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, I Monday morning quarterbacks. Yeah, no. And yep. it should be noted, Phil, we're talking David Blatt, head coach of an NBA team. I mean, what do we know? As sort of, nothing. I'm, I'm at best, a, I'm not even a casual NBA fan. You know nothing about sports. Yeah. Who are we to go against David Blatt? But this is, this is bold outside the box thinking. He might not have yeah. any timeouts left. But there's an old basketball saying, you miss all the shots you don't take. Absolutely. That's true. He might get grabbed. I've never out. seen Greg Popovich try anything this, this out of the box. So he starts, he starts trying to get the ref's attention. And this is when the quick-thinking, more math-oriented assistant coach, <laughs> Tyrone uh, Liu, runs onto the court to physically stop Blatt from asking for a timeout. Yeah. Yikes. And luckily, the three referees miss him uh, asking for it. It should be noted this was a really selfless act for uh, Tyrone Liu as he is likely going to be LeBron's handpicked successor to Blatt. Oh, yep, okay. Um, th- this was so egregious, the fact that he was going for a timeout, that MVP, no, sorry, NBA VP of referee operations had to explain why he wasn't granted a timeout. The refs, knowing that neither team had a timeout, weren't even looking to the benches. <laughs> right? They were focused on the court because they go, well, no one's going to call timeout yeah. because there's none left. Smart. <laughs> So that's why they didn't grant one. The penalty would have given Chicago a technical uh, free throw in a tie game and right. really set things up nicely for him. It should be stated here, though, that zero was actually one of the more difficult mathematical concepts, you know, especially, you know, in medieval Europe. It it wasn't until like the year nine something that, uh, you know, that they, they figured out the concept of zero, mathematically speaking. So. Really? Zero is the, zero is nothing. Zero is why we're all They on used Earth. to call it yeah. zip, though. Oh, I see. <laughs> and, they and then had the, the zipper was invented, yeah. and then they lost the word zip. Yeah. Yep. Uh, when reached for comment on it, former NBA player and timeout expert Chris Weber said, I really wish I had just been called for traveling when I obviously walked after the inbound <laughs> pass. Mm. That's it. Set the scene. 1.5 seconds left. The game is still tied at 84, and the Cleveland Cavaliers are inbounding the ball at their own basket. The Cavs are afforded an unofficial timeout when the referees decide to huddle up and determine exactly how much time is left on the clock. If you're, if you're David Blatt, this is why you get paid the big bucks. Time to diagram a play to win the game and avoid overtime on the road. Sure. He didn't, he didn't try to call timeout again? No, 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 no. At this okay. point, this point, he's got an unofficial one. He's very happy. He's, drawing, oh, he's okay. drawing up the play. Now, we don't know it at the time, but the play he draws up has LeBron acting as an inbounder. Mm. In defense of Blatt, James is one of the best passers in the game. Oh, sure. But... Also one of the best shooters in the game. Yep. You don't get any points for a good pass. Yeah. You should, though. <laughs> also, you should. At the very least, if you have somebody other than James shoot it, you at least want James to be on the court as a potential decoy. He's Again, get... armchair general over <laughs> here. Yeah. Uh, Some people would argue that having the best offensive weapon in the game inbounding the ball arguably not the best plan i don't know just just well, see here's the thing lebron james also makes the big bucks yeah much more than david blatt and he doesn't think that's a good idea <laughs> right don't say so he suggests a play wherein he receives the ball uh-huh. and has the final shot of regulation oh, okay all right now lebron james through his hard work and great gameplay has shown his employer that he can handle the increased responsibilities that come with being a coach yeah, yeah. so they go with his idea upward trajectory <laughs> right there yeah. you establish yourself as a manager right yeah. Sure enough, the ball is inbounded to him on the wing, and he sinks a fadeaway jumper, buzzer beater. Yeah, the best play in sports. That it then tied the series at 2-2. Two to two. 
Okay. And the series featured two buzzer beaters, one for each team. That's very fair and democratic. That's Phil. nice. I'm yeah. glad that they are an equal opportunity buzzer beater. This was a really sick shot. Too. It was it, awesome. There's a guy right in his face, and this was in his from the eye. from the corner. Like this is what like a, a terrible shot, really, yeah. but it, a great shot. If, if you were to say to the Bulls before the play, uh, you know, if you do all of this, this is the shot that they'll wind up taking. The Bulls would have said that is exactly deal. the shot that deal. we would like for we'll them take to the take. Deal, yeah. Howie. Fist bump me. Yeah. Uh, so the Cavs win, and it's great for him. At this point, everyone is aware that David Blatt tried to call a timeout, but nobody knows he wanted LeBron to take the ball out. Of, he wanted to take the ball out of LeBron's hands for the final shot. Yeah. Maybe this is something they can all have a good laugh about in the locker room. Yeah, maybe it comes up in, in the LeBron James memoir. Yeah. Years after the right. fact when David Blatt is long dead. Or you could bring it up unsolicited in a press conference to make a coach feel bad about himself. That works too. <laughs> LeBron said the play that was drawn up, I scratched it. <laughs> nice. Again, no one asked the question. Then he goes, I was supposed to take the ball, and I told Coach, no way. I told everyone to get out of the way. I feel like in that situation, I can get hoops. Yeah, and he was right. By the way. He was right. Yeah. He was dead right about all of that. Absolutely. Now, what does LeBron stand to gain from taking a, a private in-house failure and making it very public knowledge? In the short term, nothing. This is not how you win your third championship, which... LeBron James could be excused for not knowing since he only has two. Sure. <laughs> but in the long term, letting everyone know your coach is a fuckhead on national TV, <laughs> probably going to get him fired. Yeah. yeah. Probably going to get him fired. Arguably not a, not a big deal either way for LeBron James in the now. No, no. no. Certainly seems as though Blatt's influence <laughs> in the team could but not he's, be lower he's than he's Mel Gibson from Lethal Cop, right? Like, he's the one that, like, <laughs> he Gibson doesn't from- play... He doesn't play the the you know the the he's not a straight cop like he's good, plays by his own rules. But he's such a good cop that they have to deal it with. It occurred to me if you had a movie about a cop that came out now that was called Lethal Weapon, that would not go over well. No, it probably wouldn't. It would no. not make four sequels to <laughs> yeah, that. No way. <laughs> People would go. That is a horribly bad taste. <laughs> yeah, Al Pacino would have had less roles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's not all bad for David Blatt. Uh, being an unqualified guy in the Cavs locker room that LeBron James tells what to do pretty much makes him a member of King James's entourage. Yeah. Which is pretty sweet. That would be cool. Hell, makes him a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers, who's <laughs> not Kevin Love or Kyrie Irving. Now, now, David Blatt later defended his role by saying he's pretty much an Air Force commander. Yeah. A near mistake was made, and I owned up to it, and I own it. A basketball coach makes 150 to 200 critical decisions during the course of a game. Something that I think is paralleled only by a fighter pilot. Really? If you do it for 27 years, you're going to blow one or two. And I blew one. Fortunately, it didn't cost us. <laughs> it's interesting. One or two? Yeah. He's gonna, you're going to blow when, more than one or when two. When fighter pilots <laughs> blow one, they die. Right. <laughs> it's an interesting comparison. When they blow there. two, then they uh, were born-again Christians after the first one, <laughs> and then they die. <laughs> Uh, the analogy led LeBron James to respond to press conference questions with, Blatt's our guy, but in the future, I wouldn't have any pl- problem playing for a team coached by a drone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Smart. LeBron James update, watch, update. LeBron James update, watch, update. Brought to you by... All the things that LeBron James sponsors. What's on the show today, guys? Sports. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's... We're really... We're, we're doing a, a big teardown here of the big deflate gate response tom brady suspended four games That's right the patriots find a million dollars and docked a first round draft pick yep. and i think like a fourth rounder uh one of the bigger disciplinary actions in nfl history oh here. yeah uh so we we have two segments uh first we have uh, sp- 
our first ever sports off. Ooh. Where we have on uh, a Patriot super fan and uh, and a member of the NFL front office are going to debate. You know the merits of the. This the... seems to me to be not entirely equal. No those point are... counterpoint. You have a super fan, yeah, <laughs> and we have an official from the NFL. Yeah. Well, do you think you'd have maybe an official from the Patriots, or at the very least, an NFL player, someone with more? Or a fan versus fan would fan, also work. Fan versus like an NFL fan versus yeah, exactly. fan. Sure. Thank you guys for this critique. I'll certainly bring that up with Sean. <laughs> okay. Good. <Phew. laughs> I believe it's pronounced Gene. Gene. Yeah. It's Gene. yeah. Uh, but then after that, we are going to have on uh, the the world's foremost expert, the guy who coined the phrase deflate gate. Really? Ooh, absolutely. He's going to come on and talk to us about about, you know, all things deflate gate. We're going to get into the nitty, nitty gritty. I'm uh, excited. Well, Professor Julio's here. Oh, Professor Julio. Yeah. yeah. So so we're going to dig into it with him. Could be a good episode. Totally. And I believe that is all that we're no, going to have. No, that's not true. There's also a wide world of weird sports. Nope, Goddamn, are you sure? I've the update, watch, that, update, yeah. and intro ran very long. They did, yeah. but there's a wide world of weird sports. Goddamn, I right was there told is. that we were going to cut it. No, but first, do you ever think it's a tiny world of weird sports? Do you ever think about that? No, Maybe the not world so is wide. wide. The world is wide, but weird sports also wide. Also wide. Well, we're going to keep going with it. Small world and news, news, <laughs> news. <laughs> News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Yogi Berra turns 90 years old. Hey, boo-boo buddy. <laughs> Yogi Berra, 57. Wait, oh, what? that's like a Yogi Oh, Yogi Berra, Bear. Isn't... Sorry, Yogi Berra, 90. Yogi okay. Bear, who you did, 57. Oh, who, mm. then boo-boo must be like, what, 48? No, I think they came on the scene at the same time. But boo-boo looks so much smaller. He's a baby bear. Here's the thing about cartoons, Phil. They're born at an age, and they do not age. What? Yeah. They're Highlanders? Yes. All cartoons are Highlanders. You, you, should, you should see what it's like when they turn the con- cartoons off, and they all start beheading each other. Right, I can imagine. It's, it's a, it's a it's bloody, bloodbath. bloody mess. Yeah. Awful. Yep. Yeah. Awful. So, uh, Baseball Hall of Famer, World War II veteran, and borderline retard, Yogi Berra <laughs> turned 90 this week. You know what they say? It's just like being nine decades old. Yeah, very good, Yogi. <laughs> yep. Very good. There was a party in his hometown of Little Falls, New Jersey, uh, for him with a youth drum orchestra a giant, and a giant cake. That's delicious. Some candles. Yogi Berra is known uh, for sayings like, it ain't over till it's over, which is something losers say. Yep. <laughs> and if you come to a fork in the road, take it, ignoring everything we know about public health. Right. <laughs> uh, Berra did not dance at the party as he is now confined to a wheelchair. Which he describes as feeling like he's catching again, or like he's being held up by a version of Don Larson that has metal arms and wheels for feet. <laughs> very specific joke. Very yeah. specific. Very specific. A key part of the birthday was a so- showcase of replicas of his 10 World Series rings and three AL MVP awards. Replicas because the actual rings and, and MVP awards were stolen last October from the Yogi Berra Museum. Oh, that's too oh. bad. But if you ask me, go ahead and ask me. Hey, why were they stolen? From no, the- no, that's not what I wanted you to ask me. Oh, how, why? You know, Where did they get st- got, They got stolen, Wahoo? Huh? Just Jordan with an they- upward inflection. Jordan? Jordan? <laughs> yeah, well, thanks. The 1951 award was already stolen. Oh! St. Louis Browns pitcher Ned Garver was robbed. <laughs> Whoa. He had a war of 6.8, two full games higher than Barra. Can't get a pitcher, though. You know, he, 24 complete games. 
the highlight of the St. Louis Browns. Take him away from the Browns. <laughs> yeah. They're not. They're not even sniffing five hundred. Yeah. Four point four point eight WAR is already a pretty weak MVP. But season. Jordan, they didn't want a pitcher. They wanted a belly itcher. They did the investigation yeah. to find uh, the stolen items for Yogi Berra still ongoing? But sadly, Ned Garver will never receive justice. Yeah. Oof. For the finest performance in his 14-year career. Well, at least he's got his number hanging at the St. Louis Browns no, Stadium. No, they moved. They, they no remembered, longer there. Remembered, no. Well, at least they're still he called the Browns. Forgotten. And he's still, he's still got his retired no, number. No, they're, they're no longer there. They moved and left. Well, They are gone. I think they became the F. No, they didn't. They became but the obviously, F- like, I had definitely heard of that guy <laughs> before just now, Jordan. <laughs> to commemorate his birthday... New York and New Jersey both declared Tuesday as Yogi Berra Day. Oh. Yeah. In response, Yogi said, It's great to be honored alongside fellow greats like Toos, Wedness, and Fry. Fuck you! It's Sports Off! Brought to you by... Sandwiches. Why not try a sandwich? Joining us now on the podcast is Danny O'Boyle, Pat Superfan. Hey, all right, Jordan. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you on. I, I can yeah. t- tell you have a bit of a Boston accent there. I do have a, 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 a bit of a Boston accent. And you're the Pat Superfan. I'm a Pat Superfan. And also joining us is Marvin Lennox, who's NFL vice president in charge of discipline. Oh, yes. Hello. I'm here to promote the NFL side of this. You have no discernible accent that I can tell. Absolutely not. Great. Would okay. not be appropriate for my position. <laughs> All right. First, we're going we're gonna to start with Danny O'Boyle because you seem more fired up. And Marvin, you seem more buttoned down. Absolutely. D- Danny, tell me about what your opinion is on the four-game suspension, the $1 million fine, and the loss of draft picks. While I, I have two opinions on this. Number one, I can't believe that you're putting a super fan uh, speaking <laughs> up, arguing against... Someone who works for the NFL, it seems like a uh, very oddly weighted segment. Argue that you're overthinking this. No, no, this is my time to talk. Marvin, please respect the rules. So uh, deflate gate is another example of the NFL taking liberties against 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 the against the but the patriots since 20 uh, 2001 they've compiled a record of 17054 they've been to the playoffs 12 times they have four super bowl wins they've been to the super bowl I believe, six times how, how isn't accusations of anti pats bias a little ridiculous tom brady is a saint right and, and and to that point they've changed a lot of rules seemingly to help out quarterbacks like tom brady and Tom Brady is kind of always lobbying officials for roughing the passer call. But I just feel like this is another example of the mainstream media like this podcast. <laughs> against all Boston sports. The NFL has always been against Boston. The NBA, always against Boston. No. The no. MLB, always against Boston. I, I No, this, this is ridiculous. I mean, it's... It, I feel like you're forgetting about the way officials signed with the Patriots in their dispute with the Ravens over the questionable formation they ran in the AFC Divisional Round. That was, it was just a game before the Colts game. You know what else is a game before the Colts game? Your mother. You know, that, that's really... That's, that has, no, this is why... That's Super a good point. Should I not made be a allowed, good point. No, no this is, is not exactly good, why. That is not a good point. This is why superfans should not be allowed to debate vice presidents of discipline. Go Pats! All right, you're done. We're done with you, Danny. Let's Got go to right, Marvin. Hey. 
Absolutely, thank you. No, no, no. And Mar- thank you for pointing out all the holes in his logic there. Yeah, well, there were ample. You you laid waste his rather pitiful argument. Right, right. But let's hear what, what now your side of things. Tell me. Well, what- absolutely. I think it should be clear that the NFL has always taken a strong pro rule stance. We can't have people out there no, breaking I think, rules. I think willy nilly. You right? say that, but I feel like the recent history of the NFL has shown a, a lack of cracking down. I mean, people are making comparisons to Ray Rice and two games initially for that, and four games for this. And uh, oh, oh, okay, understood. But in this case, it's it's a rule that's specific to the competitive atmosphere. Okay, we are very serious about people not tampering with the footballs that they're going to be playing the game with, and we cannot have someone. Uh, doing what Tom Brady did, which is have the balls deflate. You know, I'll give you that, but if it was such an egregious offense, why did you take away uh, the uh, handling of game balls and inflating them away from the officials and giving it to the teams in the past few years instead of just always keeping with the officials? Uh... I mean, if you were serious about that issue, why did the league cede responsibility of the balls to teams? Uh, wouldn't that be like having players do their own uh, uh, PED tests? Or like a diabetic doing his own insulin test? That would be bad. It's a a fair point. It's an interesting observation, the analogy used there. But but obviously, again, we really really want to promote the ideal competitive atmosphere in the NFL. And we're committed to that and always have been. No, no, I I don't think that's the case. I feel like this is a little arbitrary. It seems like you just kind of stick your finger in the air and see which way the wind's blowing. And you kind of go with that. You kind of go with the public perception. Did we do that, though? Is the public perception that we made the right move here? I think, yes. All the polling data seems to say that people think Tom Brady should absolutely be suspended for his involvement in this. Oh. Good! That's it. That's it. So you're satisfied. More or less, more or less, you're satisfied uh, that you, yes. you've scored a, a public opinion win here. As long as the people on Twitter are being kind, I think we're okay. All right. I think both of you make very awful points. I feel like the Patriots won this one. (laughs) Pats win. Pats win. (laughs) Thank you very much. Okay, joining us now on the podcast, uh, we're very happy to have him on. Uh, Deflategate expert, leading expert on Deflategate. Coined the term Deflategate. This is something. We looked in the U.S. Patent Office to find who coined this term. Found the guy. Had him on. Yeah, Professor Julio. So, all right, let's dig right into it. What do you think of the suspension, and do you think it is potentially egregious that the Patriots were punished, even though the Wells report specifically stated that Bill Belichick and the Patriots were not responsible uh, for any of the the ball deflating that happened? You want to know what's egregious? Well, of course, Professor Julio. Yeah, go for it. What's egregious is I coined the term deflate gate in 2007. Hmm, that is well. Two thousand seven. You anticipated this scandal as far back as two thousand seven. Nobody knows, understands what a deflate gate is. What a deflate gate is. I'm is, pretty sure I know what it is. It's when yeah, Tom Brady. It's a had blow the ball up ball. gate made out of mylar, the same things that you have in a balloon, and you blow up the gate so that you can easily take it down without having to put up hinges. It's a it's deflate gate. I'm, I'm sorry. Are I you- went on Shark Tank. They did not fund it. <laughs> I'm Wait. sorry. First of all, did you try Dragon's Den in Canada? Uh, I did not try Dragon's yeah. Den. Uh, uh, I was pretty deflated after the Deflate Gate quick, quick, didn't take off. Quick note here. just, just Deflategate.com has gotten a lot more traffic. I imagine But still, would. nobody has bought a Deflate Gate. So are you saying that, that 
the the reason you're a quote unquote deflate gate expert is because you you had some sort of he invented the deflate gate inflatable gate that was a was a product that it's you a, tried to it's sell? an inflatable not just an inflatable gate it's uh, one that can deflate it's a deflatable gate as well gate. it's a deflatable so, gate so your expertise with regards to the the current scandal rocking the NFL and the New England Patriots would be somewhat limited this reminds me of something that happened to my great grandfather yeah professor don <laughs> professor don yep yeah. professor don professor don he created a gate where it's it's all made out of animal tails cut off he called it the tailgate and then a bunch of people started eating out of the back of their cars and ruined the tailgate forever why would you make a gate out of tails out of dismembered animals it was a kind tails. of a high it end was thing of, like it was a very coats? high end it was like fur coats with a gate but he died of failure professor don he died of failure. He died of failure because everybody yeah, here. Heart is, failure? Do you want to buy it? Yes, his heart Jordan. failed. His heart broke in half. Yeah, because people started eating barbecue out of the back of their cars, thus ruining the future of tailgate. Yeah. Well, I, I would argue that the future of tailgate, regardless of the name snafu, was pretty limited. I don't know that people are going to want to make gates out of tails of animals. It's kind of it sounded like morbid. Might have done well Gross. in like the go go eighties, you know. Uh, My grandfather. Professor Don's son, Professor Josephine. Wait, what? Josephine? I'm sorry. Back then, it was a very common name for men. Okay, okay. Professor so, wait, Josephine. Supposed to just Joseph? He was trying is this to. This your, your father. This no, this is my grandfather. My great grandfather invented the tailgate. Okay, this is your grandfather. My grandfather decided he thought a conspiracy was going on. They were trying to ruin the gates. We have a proud history of gate makers. Your family is yes, in the we're, gate we're making We're beginning business. to pick up on a theme here. Yeah, so he started a detective agency called Investigate. <laughs> it only investigated gates. Then people kept coming in with murders and with larceny charges and bootlegging. Now, right. here's, here's the thing. In, in, the, in the first two... It was actually investigating us. gates. Yeah. <laughs> But, People but you, didn't get that. Do you see how you might have highlighted the mistake that he made right there? Investigate, already a word. He should have realized, yeah. but no, yet in again. The, in the dictionary, plenty of examples. In the in the previous two examples, I can understand how, how the phrase would have come about, like, you know, during their lifetimes. But investigate would have vastly predated your grandfather. Look, I feel like you're right now Captain Hindsight who's gunning for Major. We get it, all right? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you're being a little harsh. I mean, it's a all... proud family. I mean, this is this is Professor Julio no, make... Gateman. His family's been in the gate business for years, <laughs> including my father. Yeah. Oh no, big is... gate maker in the '70s. Yeah, really an inspiration for Deflate Gate. Yeah, because he decided to make a gate by taking a hose and filling up a gate, uh, <laughs> so I, it expanded. I worry that I know exactly and then where this is going. Deep throat Nixon. Ruined his Watergate. Okay. It ruined his Watergate forever. It was so, then from now on, it couldn't be a Watergate. So it was when, kind of a negative he, term. When he, when, he came yeah, up, when he came up with Watergate, uh, did he not know about the hotel in Washington that, that the scandal was named after? But there was no internet back then. <laughs> so. Who's to, Unless you travel there, who's to know? Yeah, who's to know that there was yeah. a... Who's to know? But you know what? I think I got a, a great idea 
for my next project. Before right. before you do, can I my just a quick pitch? Yeah. Have you thought about moving into fences? Maybe getting away from the gate specifically. We are the gatemans. <laughs> that's what we do. Right, but you can branch well, I mean, out a no, little bit. It sounds it's, like that's what you don't. It, all you've described to us is a history of your family's repeated failure to bring This one's going to be a success though, all right? Okay, what's okay. This one's because of my anger towards all these people stealing our gate ideas. They didn't. They did not steal the gate ideas. They, they did. Just def- they ruined it. Deflate gate seems pretty stolen. Copyright. I'm gonna make. Seven. I'm gonna make a but gate not- just for angry people. I'm gonna store it all in a big warehouse. I'm gonna call it Aggregate. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of aggro gates in there. Must- Everyone's no. gonna get it. No, professor. Just for angry, you can slam it all day because you can go aggro on these gates. Professor Gateman, it's uh, much like investigate. Oh, wait, as soon as I said it out loud, I realized that's a real word. word. Already a word. I pl- plenty of ways that you on your on your own reticence could have could have discovered that this was not a good name for it. And honestly, the concept itself, if the concept works, you could change the name, couldn't you? It's it, it Sounds like in each case you guys gave up in the product entirely purely because you were named after something that was already a name. Is anybody can I can I take this knife with me? Uh, no, no, we'd really prefer you leave it. Okay. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash network. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash network for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another wide world of Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, dude, perfect. Uh, are you commenting on the quality of the segment that you're about to present? A or? dude, a perfect. All right, I'm going to need some explanation. Okay, Dude Perfect is a sports and comedy entertainment group who got their start on YouTube. You don't say. Yeah. such a clever... Exactly. Uh, Their most stoic name, I would have thought that they were like a law firm or something. Right, or like worked at a small farm. Yeah. Nope, Dude Perfect, that's a YouTube channel. Uh, Most known for their trick shots, they're also involved in comedy with their stereotype series in which they poke fun at common stereotypes. Oh, that is it of uh, like... uh, racial stereotypes? Is this fan stereotypes? Uh, it's, uh, you know, you'll have to watch the channel. It's a little okay. bit of like, they'll, they'll dip into everything. Nothing's off limit with Dude Perfect. They're funny dudes. Yeah. Well, most people start with trick shots and then go, where do we go from here? Right. But they still stick to Edgy the sports Edgy racial world. humor. <laughs> they're still sporting. They're sporting fellas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the group consists of Kobe and Corey Cotton, uh, Garrett Hilbert, Cody Jones, and Tyler Tony. All sound like fake names. Oh, they got uh, two Cody's. Yeah. That's going to be tricky. They were all former high school basketball players and college roommates at Texas A&M University. <laughs> Arts and mechanicals. Yeah. 
Uh, agricultural. agricultural. Trust me, my machines. My parents are are from the UT area. Nothing artsy about Texas A and M. Hook 'em horns. Yeah. Uh, the group commented that their shots typically relied uh, more on American football skills than basketball. Mm. They're like quarterbacks. Well, that that is that is unusual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the group has been betting on sandwiches via basketball shots in their backyard, uh, which were eventually recorded on camera, and video of trick shots at Tony's Ranch were eventually released on YouTube. So it started simply. They were just betting on sandwiches, which Joel... You and I have bet sandwiches before. We have bet sandwiches before. Actually, I believe I, I I paid you for some Monopoly properties with the corned beef sandwich. I believe you did, too. That I eventually got to you, like, four years after And it the made fact. my ex-girlfriend pissed. What? Remember? Because they were like, you can't trade outside stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Within a week, the video received 100,000 views. sandwich made her pissed. And I no, was just like, no. that was a good sandwich. Well, it made her pissed because I didn't give her any. Oh. I'm like, my sandwich. <laughs> the video received 100,000 views when they posted. Back then, nothing got 100,000 views. That was a big, big D. Oh, so this is like the first trick shot YouTube people out there. They're from way back, yes. Uh, when asked about the name, Jones stated, Our camera guy, Sean, set the camera down on a ledge. When he turned on the camera, Tyler was already in the frame, and he just said, dude, perfect, and said that he barely had to move the camera. That's that's a, why they call themselves Dude Perfect, because he well, yeah. framed the shot, and that was the first word, dude, perfect. Something like that happens, perfect. you can't not call yourself Dude Perfect. Yeah. When we went back to edit the video, we heard that the twins, Kobe and Corey, had uh, the mindset to brand this and call it Dude Perfect. They were like, this is where it all began, dude. Perfect. Hey, that tagline, dude, perfect. Right, right. Uh, Afterwards, a trick shot video from the Christian Summer Camp Sky Ranch was released, which, as of October 2014, had over uh, 12.5 million views. Yep, for every 100,000 views the video received, Dude Perfect pledged to sponsor a child from Compassion International. So they had to sponsor so many children, like 125 children. Yeah. It's pretty huge. It's a lot of kids. Uh, afterwards, ESPN's uh, E60 contacted the group for a segment. And on the third floor of Texas A&M's Kyle, Kyle Field, Tony converted a shot which traveled 3.9 seconds, which was the world record at the time. Hmm. That's a huge shot. To do it by time. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's how much hang time was that's in the shot. That's how much hang time yeah. was in the shot. And then they made it. The shot prompted television appearances on ESPN's first take. Pardon the interruption. Around the horn. Sports Nation. Eventually, Dude Perfect introduced the panda mascot who developed a cult following at A&M basketball games when taunting players of the opposing team. They've got their own panda there. Yeah, you shouldn't taunt. That's not very... Yeah. That's not good sportsmanship. Dude, but I mean, when perfect. you've got a great YouTube panda to do it with, Jordan, how does a college basketball sec- student section pass that up? That's true. Later, the group received professional endorsements and requests, which began with the then-Sacramento Kings player Tyreek Evans in an effort to promote Evans's run for Rookie of the Year. Dude Perfect also worked with Australian bowler Jason Belmont, country singer Tim McGraw, Seattle Seahawks coach Pete Carroll, and quarterback Russell William Wilson, and Heisman Trophy winner uh, uh, and Cleveland Browns quarterback Johnny Manziel at Kyle Field. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. And now, Jason sports, Belmont. sports, sports podcast. Yes. Right, exactly. Are Finally. we getting any dough for this? Uh, well, still got a kickback. Why do you think we're having a YouTube yeah. star in our wide world of weird sports? You no, know, we do get that sweet SEO from having Dude Perfect in the name <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to another wide world of weird sports. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports, sports, sports podcast. But before we go, we're we're going to bring back Professor Julio to give you our contact information. All right, you can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail dot com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, make sure that so I got another idea for something. All right, what, what's that? Professor it's going to be uh, so that you can burn down houses quickly. It's going to be a firewall. You're awesome. going to be able to put up a firewall. No. I mean, no, both, both, absolutely not. Both I, already a, a terrible name idea and a, a bad product. Bad product, dude. Now, <laughs> once I said it out loud, that makes sense. Yeah. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to SoundCloud.com slash sports, the number three podcast. While you're there, please make sure to follow, make sure to listen. You know what? I just realized I was developing a prototype for something <laughs> that was actually a cloud that played music called SoundCloud. Yeah. That's gonna taken. To, gonna <laughs> gonna God's ruined. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, you can also uh, look us up on patreon.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, please donate. Keep the show going. Yeah. Patreon.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, you know what? I just got this great idea for something. You know how a really big number is called Google? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's I like think 100 that, zeros. It's 100 zeros. I think that that should probably be some sort of bacon sandwich. You know what? I can think of no critique. Okay, cool. Go I'm going to go sell the Google. Are you going to put a lot of bacon on it? Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I'm also going to put a lot of a chicken stock on it, and I'm going to call it Google stock and go sell it on the streets. Hey, who wants to buy some Google stock? Thank you very $3. much, Professor yeah. Julio Gateman. Thank you. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. What's going on, buddy? Hey, hey Joel. What's on your mind? Doesn't the, doesn't the rain sound really nice? We don't get that. Much I don't know what you're anymore. talking about. I don't know. We're in Los Angeles. Can anybody? Can anybody hear the rain? It's raining, and I, I really like that. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.